0: Life struggles, happy moments, bad times, and unforgettable memories.
1: Join us as we talk about our lives and share a laugh or two with us as we bring you along on our crazy journey called life. Welcome Welcome to to Two Lives, One One World. World.
0: Hey listeners, welcome back for another episode.
1: Welcome back to Two Eyes, One World. I'm so excited to be back here with Nikki, my beautiful co-host. Um, we are doing something super fun tonight, but before we get into it, um, let's just kind of check in. Nikki, how are things going your way?
0: Um, not too bad. Not too bad. Nothing to complain about. Nothing to rave about. Just kind of doing my thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me too. I, uh, you know, just living the life yeah doing not really too much not anything too different going on um i'm looking forward to halloween though and that means thanksgiving comes after that and then christmas i know i'm looking forward to it
0: once you hit like october it it gets so exciting because you like you said you have thank you have Halloween, then you get ready for Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas and holy cow I need to start Christmas shopping.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it freaks me out because there's only actually you know what let's ask Siri, how many days until Christmas? Seventy five days. Wow. So that might seem like a lot to some of you out there, but um to me i'm just kind of like okay that is less than seven weeks so that means that there's six weekends until christmas yeah and that does not give me enough time to christmas shop
0: i know i need to start like it's just it's a lot hmm It's a
1: lot. And it's been like, I feel like ever since the pandemic started last year, everybody's like mental health has has just been like shaky. So it's hard to like get excited for things and actually like have the motivation to go and do it. So it's like, ah, and it's like, before you know it, it's going to be like what we did last year. It was like the weekend before Christmas and we still had so much we had to buy. Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Oh, speaking of Halloween, that reminds me, um, did you get something in the mail? i have not okay you will be oh okay
1: (laughs) nice Ooh, i wonder what it could be (laughs) is it you in a box
0: i wish
1: (laughs) i know me too
0: (laughs) you wish if i I could mail myself to you i 100 percent would
1: um yes hello pennsylvania post office um could you tell me how much it would be to ship one best friend to kentucky (laughs) Just pop me on a,
0: a mail truck.
1: You could just <laughs> just ride in the passenger seat, like <laughs> no. But for real, we're gonna have to like meet halfway or something, like next spring, next summer, when the weather is nice and it's like summer break or something. We'll have to meet halfway or something. Um, but no, now I'm
0: excited um,
1: to see what's coming in the mail. Ooh. Oh,
0: just wait. You're gonna love it. Oh, I'm excited! I wish I wouldn't have <laughs> spoiled the surprise, but oh, no, surprise. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay.
1: Um, Nikki, I know earlier we were talking about what you're doing for Halloween. Um, I have no idea what Ryan and I are going to dress as this year. Like zero idea. So I'm like sitting here, like, okay, there's only what like three, three weeks until Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't give me a lot of time to figure out a costume.
0: I mean, I could give you a bunch of ideas. I'm going to take you up on that because my brain feels like liquid. (laughs) Honestly, like if you have a yellow dress or a yellow shirt and black pants, you could be Pikachu. And then Ryan could be Ash from Pokemon. Oh, that's cute. We did that one year. I have to think of some more and I'll let you know.
1: Yes, please do, because that's adorable. Yeah. Love that. I love that. Um, so I guess Nikki, why don't we go ahead and get into our favorite segment of the day? What's in your cup? What's in your cup? What is in your cup? Nikki, <laughs> <laughs> do you wanna start us off tonight?
0: Yeah, mine's super boring, guys. You've seen it time and time again, but I gotta stay hydrated, so
1: Listen, guys, I saw that in person for the first time, and that thing is huge. It is huge. The head compares. <laughs> I love it. I think it was actually sitting on, like, right whenever you come in your house. Ha- I know I saw it somewhere in your house whenever mm-hmm. I was up last time, and I was like, holy crap. I was thinking to myself, that thing is huge. Yep, I love This is
0: my it. favorite water bottle, and it has become more of my favorite because it has all of my Corgi stickers on it.
1: I freaking love that. And honestly, like, that's a great way to stay hydrated.
0: I try to drink at least one of these a day. Dang. So, I've been doing pretty good with it. But it's also only been a week that I've been trying to do it, so.
1: Good for you. That's all. I know sometimes it's hard to, like, force
0: yourself to drink, like...
1: Is that what, like a gallon?
0: I think it's half gallon. (sighs) That doesn't say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a half gallon. But... Yeah, inside of it, guys, is just water.
1: (laughs) That's funny, Nikki. I'm also having just water. But in honor of the Steelers actually winning a game last night. Right? I'm using the Steelers service. It doesn't look too good this year. Um, And to be honest, I haven't really been watching any football. But I'm part of a fantasy football league with my family. And I don't understand it. It's like me, Brody, Peyton, uh, Jen, Shad. And I think my dad's in there too, but it's like, I don't understand anything I
0: that's don't, going on. I don't get it either. I don't I don't understand at and all. And like, I'm, I feel like we're both pretty even on how much we know about football. Oh, definitely. Like, <laughs> and like, I feel like I know a decent amount, but I, yeah, I have no idea about the whole fantasy league stuff.
1: I understand the game for the most part, but like when it comes to tech, like techni- technicalities and stuff like that, I'm mm-hmm. lost. So, um, but yeah, I'm drinking out of that Steelers service since they got a victory yesterday, and having water because you can never
0: have too much H2O, guys. Stay hydrated. True. <laughs> very, very true. Um, tonight for you guys, we have. A spooky episode. It is not our normal like ghost story episode. Um, hopefully that'll be coming soon. I need to start posting that on our social medias and all of that stuff because hopefully we'll get at least one or two.
1: <laughs> I yes. always like
0: I struggle to get some, and then you always show up with like five.
1: <laughs> well, um, this year hopefully we can get like more of an outreach since we have a few more followers. So hopefully we can get you guys that are um, listening or watching us on YouTube tonight. If um, you guys could just comment, email us, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those accounts. Hit us up. Let us know um, if something spooky has happened to you or if you've heard about a spooky story or ghosts or just creepy stuff. We want to hear about it. So please let us know so we can have a, um, a nice, spooky, scary story episode for you guys. Um, I'm looking forward to that because... I just love all things spooky
0: me too me too and that actually leads into our episode because if you guys in middle school have ever during Halloween I feel like we all tried to get these books from the library and they definitely in my opinion should not be a elementary school library book but it's where my love for everything spooky came from um and that is scary stories to tell in the dark mm-hmm it's a little bit
1: traumatizing as a child reading this stuff because then it's like oh my gosh I don't
0: I don't want to be in the dark <laughs> I still hate the dark
1: you know I, I used to be fine with it until I knew until I found out somebody broke in our in the house two down for us two times now like I sit here in the dark without Ryan and I'm like yeah I need to have a light on
0: <laughs> yeah I I've never liked the dark like my mom has told me stories of me being, like, a baby and the, they would turn the lights off and I would just scream until they turned the lights back on.
1: my gosh. Like, I don't know
0: what it is, but part of me just hates the dark and always will.
1: That's so, aw.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's weird and I don't understand it, but, you know. Oh, it's okay. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Cass, have you read these books?
1: A long time ago, I know I've read a couple of stories in these books. Um, I can't tell you very much about it now, but I'm hoping that if we can read through some of these, maybe it'll like the light bulb will flicker in my head and I'll be like, wait a second, I remember that. Um, so, how about you?
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I used to take them out all the time from the library. Now, your mother-in-law is actually a librarian, isn't she? She is. Is she for an elementary school? i wonder if they have them in her library
1: i'm gonna have to ask her
0: yeah you know what i'm I, gonna
1: text her right now i feel I'm gonna, like i'm gonna see
0: because i don't know if we have them in ours i think we do but i haven't seen any kids take them out and i feel like that would be something they would be like right on top of in the dark. yeah for, i'm to see uh, if she replies for those of you guys that didn't know, Cass's mother-in-law is actually a librarian in an elementary school, which you would have she, known because I already said that, but.
1: She is. she is. So if anybody ever has any questions about books, hit me up and I will ask my sweet mother-in-law because she's got quite the collection of books and, I mean, she deals with them almost every day. So let me know if you have any questions and uh, I will ask lovely Sharon those questions. She Hopefully she'll reply. Lady. Thank you. You're she's awesome. hopefully she'll reply while we're sitting here she actually had an extra set of Harry Potter books um, that she just gave to me because Aww. she's just sweet that's um, awesome thank you um, but yeah guys so that's what we're going to be doing tonight so if you have the scary stories to tell in the dark book you can read along with us or if you don't you can just um sit back relax well kind of relax I don't know you might be kind of scared after you hear these stories um and just kind of follow along with us and um check out the stories so Nikki do you want to start us off or would you like me to start I'll start us off I have one pulled right, awesome. up right here
0: awesome all right so you guys get to experience my teacher reading voice it is <laughs> it is interesting I'm excited. Um, okay so the story I picked is called The Babysitter Mm. (laughs) I'm like nervous. Okay, it was nine o'clock in the evening. Everybody was sitting on the couch in front of the TV. There were Richard, Brian, Jenny, and Doreen, the babysitter. The telephone rang. Maybe it's your mother, said Doreen. She picked up the phone. Before she could say a word, a man laughed hysterically and hung up. Ew!
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. Ew.
0: Who was it? Asked Richard. Some nut, said Doreen. What did I miss? At 930, the telephone rang again. Doreen answered it. It was the man who had called before. I'll be there soon, he said, and he laughed and hung up. Who was it? The children asked. Some crazy person, she said. About 10 o'clock, the phone rang again. Jenny got got to it first. Hello, she said. It was the same man, One more hour, he said, and he laughed and hung up. He said one more hour. What did he mean? Asked Jenny. Don't worry, said Doreen. It's somebody fooling around. I'm scared, said Jenny. About 1030, the phone rang once more. When Doreen picked it up, the man said, pretty soon now. And he laughed. Why are you doing this? Doreen screamed and he hung up. Was it that guy again? asked Brian. Yes, said Doreen. I'm going to call the operator and complain. The operator told her that the call back The operator told her to call back if it happened again, and she would try to trace the call. At eleven o'clock the telephone rang again. Doreen answered it. Very soon now, the man said, and he laughed and hung up. Doreen called the operator. Almost at once she called back. The person is calling from a telephone upstairs, she said. <clears throat> You' better leave, I'll get the police just then the door just then a door upstairs opened. A man they had never seen before started down the stairs towards them as they ran from the house. He was smiling in a very strange way. A few minutes later, the police found him there and arrested him. That's it. <laughs>
1: I'm not really sure what to say other than I'm never having landline phones in my house ever again.
0: Could After you imagine, like, I have chills and I was reading it. Like uh, Yeah,
1: I was feeling some type of way.
0: Like, you know when you get scared and you get, like, a catch in your chest? Like, yes. You're like, <gasps> like, that's what I felt like while I was reading. Oh I was like, gosh. Oh, my goodness!
1: If I read that as a kid, I would, oh, my gosh. I would never answer the phone.
0: I actually remember that story from these books and that's why I never babysat growing up was because of that
1: story. That is so creepy. Like that actually had me shook. Like I was Mm -hmm. sitting here listening I was like is this man gonna be outside looking in the window like what's going on oh my gosh that was creepy.
0: Yeah I remember it was that story and then my brother told me a story once about a babysitter and there was, I might have told this on the podcast before, but there was a statue of a clown in the living room. And she said it just like gave her the creeps and she called the parents and they were like, we don't have a clown statue. Um, They were like, you need to get out of the house. And then they ca- she called the police and the police found that he was like a midget from an insane asylum that broke out.
1: Nope. And that's why I never <laughs> babysat growing up. Honestly, that's terrifying.
0: It is so scary. Like, you're you're in charge of those tiny humans and, like, something like that happens. What the heck are you going to do?
1: I, I don't even know. Could you imagine if that would have happened to us when we were babysitting for Mr. Craig?
0: No. <laughs> I really <laughs> could not.
1: Oh, my gosh, guys, that was creepy. That gave me the chills. I don't like that. I do not approve of that story. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pick one. Yes. Alright, here we go. So we have one here called It's a Picture of a Scarecrow. I don't see it's page five, Nikki. Are you seeing a title for this one? Honestly, page... just a picture of a scarecrow.
0: Page five. Um The one that just says ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's Big Toe. Is it the story under it or before it?
1: Oh, okay. So that wasn't even a story. Might be. Okay. So I'm <laughs> going to read the Big Toe one. <laughs> okay. So this story is called The Big Toe. Dun, dun, dun. All right. This wording is little, I'm going to try it. Okay. A boy was digging at the edge of the garden when he saw a big toe. He tried to pick it up. But it was stuck to something so he gave it a good hard jerk and it came off in his hand then he heard something groan and scamper away the boy took the toe into the kitchen and showed it to his mother it looks nice and plump she said i'll put it in the soap and we'll have it for super supper sorry (laughs) i'll put it in the soup (laughs) (laughs) i'll put it in the soup and we'll have it for supper the night his father carved the toe into three pieces and they each had a piece then they did the dishes and when it got dark they went to bed the boy fell asleep almost at once but in the middle of the night a sound awakened him it was something out in the street it was a voice and it was calling to him where is my toe it groaned when the boy heard that he got very scared but he thought it doesn't know where i am it will never find me Then he heard the voice once more, only now it was closer. Where is my toe? It groaned. The boy pulled the blankets over his head and closed his eyes. I'll go to sleep, he thought. When I wake up, it'll be gone. But soon he heard the back door open, and again he heard the voice. Where is my toe? It groaned. Then the boy heard footsteps move through the kitchen into the dining room, into the living room, into the front hall. Then slowly they climbed the stairs. Closer and closer they came. Soon they were in the upstairs hall. Now they were outside his door. Where is my toe? The voice groaned. His door opened. Shaking with fear, he listened as the footsteps slowly moved through the dark towards his bed. Then they stopped. Where is my toe? The voice groaned this point okay i'm supposed to do that my bad uh, i was supposed to point to you you've got it <laughs> toe also has another end ending okay so i guess that was one ending here's the second ending when the boy hears the voices calling for its toe he finds a strange looking creature up inside the chimney the boy is so frightened he can't move he just stands there and stares at it finally he asks what do you got such big eyes for and the creature answers to look through and through. What do you got such big claws for? To scratch up your grave. (laughs) What do you have such a big mouth for? To swallow you whole. What do you got such sharp teeth for? To chomp your bones.
0: Whoa. (laughs) And it says, as you give the last line, pounce on one of your your friends.
1: I'm like, okay, these, these people are really just trying to spook their friends. Oh, my goodness. Oh my gosh. Can you? gosh. Okay, I just want to talk about that kid's logic, though. Just go into bed, and it'll be gone in the morning. Like, you know how they say, like, if you can't see it, it can't see you? Those yes. are the vibes I was getting from this story. I'm just like, kid, the thing's going to find you. <laughs> That's yes. creepy. Okay, and can we also talk about why they ate the toe? Yeah, why would you
0: eat a toe?
1: Like, why would you? Why would you tell your kid? Let's just put it in the soup and have it for dinner.
0: What? That's such a common thing to do. Like, delicious. That extra source of protein.
1: (laughs) 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 That is so nasty.
0: Okay. So I think I actually remember this next one, but I don't. I don't know. It's kind of. It's short. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the story right under yours. It's called The Walk. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> okay. My uncle was walking down a lonely dirt road one day. He came upon a man who also was walking down that road. The man looked at my uncle, and my uncle looked at the man. The man was scared of my uncle, and my uncle was scared of that man. But they kept on walking, and it began to get dark. The man looked at my uncle, and my uncle looked at the man. The man was very scared of my uncle, and my uncle was very scared of the man, but they kept on walking and they came to a big wood came to a big woods. It was getting darker, and the man looked at my uncle and my uncle looked at the man. The man was really scared of my uncle, and my uncle was really scared of that man, but they kept on walking down the deep walking and deep down into the woods they went. It was getting darker, and the man looked at my uncle, and my uncle looked at the man. The man was terrible scared of my uncle, and my uncle was terrible scared of. Ah! Oh. <laughs> that was dumb. That was not even scary. That was. Oh, was cons- that it? That's it. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that was a dud. That
1: was. I was wondering where it was going. I was like, wait, is the uncle and this man like is the uncle just looking at a a mirror of himself? Like, is that why they're sca- scared of each other? I'm not
0: <laughs> I don't get that one.
1: Yeah. So maybe that was supposed to be like uh having everybody like invested in the story, and then all of a sudden you scream and just scare everyone like around a campfire. Like maybe that maybe that
0: Oh. <laughs> <Dang. Aww. laughs> Man, I'm upset now. I'm sorry. Can I read the the next one? Do you care? Heck yeah. Heck yeah, do it. Cause this one is short too. It's called What Do You Come For? Ooh. Okay. There was an old woman who lived all by herself and she was very lonely. Sitting in the kitchen one night, she said, Oh, I wish I had some company. No sooner had she spoken that down spoken then down the chimney tumbled two feet, from which the flesh had rotted. The old woman's eyes bulged with terror-, terror. The two legs dropped to the hearth and attached themselves to the feet. Then a body tumbled down, then two arms, Then, then, <laughs> and a man's head. Um, as the old woman watched, the parts come together into a great gangling man, the man danced around and around the room. Faster and faster he went. Then he stopped. He looked into her eyes. What do you come for? She asked in a small voice and shivered and, and shook. What do I come for? He said. I come for you! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you
1: actually scared? <laughs> oh, my. oh my goodness. You actually scared? I, wasn't that. <laughs> that <was so> <laughs> I freaking love that <laughs> oh my god uh, I was, girl you got me i was not expecting that <laughs> i had to make up for the last one i was like oh. <laughs> oh that was a good one that was, it. that was a good one good, good job okay <laughs> <laughs> OK, I'm going to read one called The White Wolf. And the reason I'm reading this one is because the picture is terrifying and I keep for some reason when I scroll down, it's like the first thing I, my eyes walk into. So I'm going to go ahead and read this one to you guys. <clears throat> the White Wolf. The timber wolves around French Creek had gotten out of hand. They were There were so many wolves, the farmers could not stop from th- them from killing their cattle and sheep. So the state put a bounty on them. It would pay a hunter $10 for every wolf pelt he turned in. A butcher in town named Bill Williams thought it was pretty good money. He stopped working as a butcher and started killing wolves. Oh, that's that? Sorry. He was good at it. Every year he killed over 500 of them. That came to more than $5,000. It was quite a bit of money in those days. After four or five years, Bill had killed so many wolves that there were hardly any left in the area. So he retired and vowed to never harm another wolf because wolves had made him rich. Then one day a farmer reported reported that a white wolf had killed two of his sheep. He had shot at it, hit it, but bullets didn't have any effect. Soon that wolf was seen all over the countryside, killing and running, but nobody could stop it. One night it came into Bill's yard and killed his pet cow. Bill forgot about his decision to never harm another wolf. He went into town the next morning and bought a young lamb for bait. He took it out into the hills and tied it to a tree. Then he backed off about 50 yards and sat down under another tree. With his gun in his lap, he waited. When Bill didn't come back, his friends started looking for him. Finally, they found the lamb. It was still tied to the tree. It was hungry, but it was alive. Then they found Bill. He was still sitting against the other tree, but he was dead. His throat had been torn open. There was no sign of a struggle. His gun hadn't been fired. There were no tracks in the soil around him. As for the white wolf, it was never seen again. Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to lie. When you first started reading that and it sounded like a werewolf, I was like, Jacob Black, what are you up to now?
1: they're going to be an Edward Cullen mentioned in this <laughs> story. <laughs> Actually, it
0: gives me... Have you ever watched um, Red Riding Hood with Amanda, Amanda Steinfeld? Or
1: whatever.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's kind of what this story reminds me of.
1: Yeah. I don't like that. At least the lamb made it out, I guess. I mean... True. As for Bill Williams... He- well, he did not make it
0: out he, he cannot say the same also who <laughs> names your son william williams i know <laughs> you know
1: that kid is just like you know that the kids in school were always like that was the punchline, like that you know they were laughing about that that kid's probably like go ahead tell a joke that i haven't heard before like oh, that's great yeah that was i wasn't sure where that story was going but that uh Got kind of boring near the end. All
0: right, I'm here for it.
1: I am too. I'm I'm ready for some more scary stuff. I'm ready to be creeped out. That for I don't know, that first one might be the best one so far. You think? Yeah,
0: that was creepy.
1: So she's just like sitting in
0: front of her toy pile, like, what toy should I rip out of here? Oh, okay. So the story I'm gonna read next is called The Thing. Ooh, okay and the picture is very creepy okay ted martin and sam miller were good friends they spent a lot of time together on this particular night they were sitting on a fence near the post office talking about one thing and another there was an old field of turnips across the road suddenly they saw something crawl out of the field and stand up it looked like a man but in the dark it was hard to tell for sure Then it was gone, but soon it appeared again. It walked halfway across the road, and then it turned around and went back to the field. Then it came came out a third time and started toward them. By now, Ted and Sam were scared, and they started running, but when they finally stopped, they decided they were being foolish. They weren't sure what had scared them, so they decided to go back and get a better look. You never do that. Never do it. Pretty soon they saw it, for it was coming to meet them. It was wearing black pants, a white shirt, and black suspenders. Sam said, I'm going to try to touch it, then we'll know if it's real. What? Why Why would you do that? Why? He walked up to it and peered into its face. It had bright, penetrating eyes sunk deep into its head. It looked like a skeleton. Ted took one long took one look and screamed, and again he and Sam ran, but this time the skeleton followed them. When they got to Ted's house, they stood in the doorway and watched it. It stayed out on the road for a while, then it disappeared. A year later, Ted got sick and died. Toward the end, Sam sat up with him every night. The night Ted died, Sam said he just looked like the skeleton. What?
1: <laughs> OK, first of all, you never go back to touch it. Never. <laughs> you never go back.
0: Oh my goodness. Wait, so who looked at it? Was it Sam or was it? Ted? Was it Ted? Came a third time. Ted and Sam were scared. Pretty soon I'm going to try to touch it. Sam said I'm going to try to touch it. Um? okay so sam touched it and looked at its eyes but ted's the one that died so (laughs) maybe because so ted's the one that died and sam was there looking at him and it looked like the same thing so he looked at oh that's so weird
1: yeah that's that's i don't approve of that Dang, you're picking good ones, Nikki. Those are scary. Dang, oh. you are
0: too. I mean, I feel like all of well, except for that brother and, or that uncle one.
1: With the uncle hand.
0: one. <laughs> oh, that's creepy.
1: I need to be like, I feel like I need to be like curled up with my blanket while we're doing this just because it's creepy. Okay, I got one. It's called The Guests. <laughs> a young man and his wife were on a trip to visit his mother. Usually, they arrived in time for supper, but they had gotten a late start, and now it was getting dark, so they decided to look for a place to stay overnight and go on in the morning. Just off the road, they saw a small house in the woods. Maybe they rent rooms, the wife said, so they stopped to talk. An an elderly man and woman came to the door. They didn't rent rooms, they said, but they would be glad to have them stay overnight as their guests. They had plenty of room, and they would enjoy the company. The old woman made coffee and brought out some cake, and the four of them talked for a while. Then the young couple were taken to their room. They, ex- they again explained that they wanted to pay for this, but the old man said he would not accept any money. The young couple got up early the next morning before their hosts had awakened. On a table near the front door, they left an envelope with some money in it for oh. the room. Then they went on to the next town. They stopped in a restaurant and had breakfast. When they told the owner where they stayed, he was shocked. That can't be, he said. That house burned to the ground, and the man and the woman who lived there died in the fire. The young couple could not believe it, so they went back to the house, only now there was no house. All they found was a burned-out shell. They stood staring at the ruins, trying to understand what happened. Then the woman screamed. In the rubble was a badly burned table, like the one they had seen by the front door. On the table was the envelope they left that morning.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh. Wait, so what was in the envelope, or didn't they say? Um,
1: the money, they... Um, money for staying in the room, even though the old man, like, said he didn't want it
0: to be still. I don't know.
1: I don't. So, I don't understand. So, did it, did they stay in a house that was burnt down? Like, like was it, like, a spirit house, or did the house burn down? Oh, wait, no, what did it say? The, it can't be. The house burned to the ground, and the man and the woman who
0: lived there died in the fire. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's creepy. I probably would have rather stayed there than the hotel we stayed in at, in Ohio. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Or almost stayed in. We didn't actually stay there. All I could
1: picture are the freaking ants on the wall. (laughs) When I think of that room, I just think of the ants. That was so nasty.
0: So gross. That
1: was so nasty. Guys, don't stay at the Super 8 in Akron, Ohio. No,
0: please don't. Please don't stay there. (laughs) Oh, 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 yeah, I gotta read this one. Okay, Okay. so this is the one. This picture gives me nightmares.
1: Uh, the one
0: on page 29 that I told oh. you about. And it's called The Haunted House. Okay, it's a long one, so here we go. One time a preacher went to see if he could put a, a haunt to rest at a house in his settlement. The house had begin, had been haunted for about 10 years. Several people had tried to stay there all night. But they always would get scared by the haunt. So this preacher took his Bible and went to the house. When, went on it, built himself a good fire, and lit a lamp. Sat there reading the Bible, then just before midnight he heard something start up the, se- start up the cellar. Walking back and forth, back and forth, then it sounded like somebody was trying to scream and got choked off. Then there was a lot of thrashing around and struggling, and finally, everything got quiet. The old preacher took up his Bible again, but before he could start reading, he heard footsteps coming up the cellar stairs. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. <sighs> He sat watching the door to the cellar, and the footsteps kept creeping closer and closer. He saw the doorknob turn, and when the door began to open, he jumped and hollered, What do you want? The door shut back easy, easy, like, and there wasn't a sound. The preacher was trembling a little, but he finally opened the Bible and read a while. Then he got up and laid the book on the chair and went to mending the fire. The haunt started walking again. Step, step, Mm. step up the cellar stairs. The old preacher sat watching the door, saw the doorknob turn and the door open. It looked like a young woman. He backed up and said Who are you? What do you want? Oh. The haunt sort of swayed like she didn't know what to do, then just faded out. The old preacher waited waited. And when he didn't hear any more noises, he went over and shut the door. He was sweating and trembling all over. But he was brave he was a brave man and he thought he'd be able to see see it through. So he turned his chair to where he could watch, and he sat down and waited. It wasn't long before he heard the haunt start up again, slowly. Step. 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 Closer and closer. Step. Step. And it was right at the door. The preacher stood up and held out his Bible out in front of him. Then the knob slowly turned and the door opened wide. This time the preacher spoke quietly, like, quiet, quiet like, he said, In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, who are you and what do you want? The haunt came right across the room, straight to him, and took hold of his coat. It was a young woman, about twenty years old. Her hair was torn and tangled, and the flesh was dropped off her face, so he could see the bones and part of her teeth. She had no eyeballs, but there was a sort of blue light way back in her eye sockets and she had no nose to her face. Then she started talking and sounded like her voice was coming and going with the wind blowing it. She told how her lover had killed her for money and buried her in the cellar. She said if the preacher would dig up her bones and bury her properly, she could rest. Then she told him to take the end joint of the little finger from her left hand and to lay it in the collection plate at the next church meeting and he find out who had murdered her and she said if you come back here once more after that you'll hear my voice at midnight and i'll tell you where my money is hid and you can give it to the church the haunt sobbed like she was tied, sobbed like she was tied and she sunk down towards the floor and was gone the preacher found her bones and buried them in the graveyard the next Sunday the preacher put the finger bone in the collection plate and when a certain man happened to touch it it stuck to his hand. The man jam- jumped up and rubbed and scraped and tore at the bone trying to get it off. Then he went to he went to screaming like he was going crazy. Well, he confessed to the murder and they took him on to jail. What? After the man was hung? Oh, the oh. preacher went back to the house one midnight. And the haunt's voice told him to dig under the hearth rock. He did and found a big sack of money. And where the that haunt had held on to his coat, the print of those bony fingers was buried right into the cloth. It never did come out. That sounds like um, Corpse Bride to me.
1: Yeah, that honestly was deep.
0: Yeah that was a long one it was good though
1: that was good i wasn't expecting you want to know what i was expecting i was expecting him to like go to this graveyard and start burying it and like the haunt like killing him and throwing him in like a grave or something i wasn't expecting like wow yeah that was a good one that was that was crazy.
0: Crazy. And then there's
1: joy that was really cool Joy's like, I also think that was creepy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Justin's probably sitting in his office like, what the heck is she reading? I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to read.
1: I'm going to read The Wendigo. Oh, the
0: yes. Okay, that's a little creepy just because we're reading scary stories. Yes. But she does that all the time. <laughs> I
1: don't approve. Okay. A wealthy man wanted to go hunting in a part of northern Canada where few people had ever hunted. He traveled to a trading post to find a guide to take him, but no one would do it. It was too dangerous, they said. Finally, he found an Indian who needed money badly, and he agreed to take him. The Indian's name was Defago. They made camp in the snow near a large frozen lake. For three days they hunted, but they had nothing to show for it. The third night, a windstorm came up. They lay their tent. Lis- they lay in their tent, listening to the wind howling and the trees whipping back and forth. Okay, that's creepy enough. I wouldn't like that. <laughs> you say? To see the storm better, the hunter opened the tent flap. Flap. When he, when what he saw startled him. There wasn't a breath of air stirring, and the trees were standing perfectly still. Yet he could hear the wind howling. And the more he listened, the more it sounded as if they were calling Defago's name. Defago, it called. Defago. I must be losing my mind, the hunter thought. But Defago had gotten out of his sleeping bag. He was huddled in a corner of his tent, his head buried in his arms. What's this all about? The hunter asked. It's nothing, Defago said. But the wind continued to call him, and Defago became more tense and more restless. Defago, it called. Defago. Suddenly, he jumped to his feet, and he began to run from the tent. But the hunter grabbed and wrestled him to the ground. You can't leave me out here, the hunter shouted. Then the wind called again. and Defago broke loose and ran into the darkness. The hunter could hear him screaming as he went. Again and again he cried, Oh, my fiery feet, my burning feet of fire. Then his voice faded and the wind died down. At daybreak, the hunter followed followed Defago's tracks in the snow. They went through the woods, down towards the lake, then out onto the ice. But soon he noticed something strange. The steps Defago had taken got longer and longer. But they were so long no human could have taken them it was as if something had helped him to hurry away the hunter followed the tracks out into the middle of the lake but there they disappeared at first he thought defago had fallen through the ice but there wasn't any hole then he thought that something had pulled him off the ice into the snow but that made no sense as he stood wondering what happened the wind picked up again soon it was howling as hard as it had the night before Then he heard Defago's voice. It was coming up from above, and again he heard Defago screaming, my fiery feet, my burning feet, but there was nothing to be seen. Now the hunter wanted to leave that place as fast as he could. He went to camp and packed. Then he left some food for Defago as he started out. Weeks later, he reached civilization. The following year, he went back to hunt in the area again. He went to the trading post to look for a guide. The people there could not explain what happened to Defago that night, but they had not seen him since. Maybe it was the Wendigo, one of them said, and he laughed. (laughs) It's supposed to come with the wind. It drags you along at great speed until your feet are burned away, and more of you than that. Then it carries you into the sky, and it drops you. It's just a crazy story, but that's what some of the Indians say. A few days later, the hunter was at the trading post again. An Indian came in and sat by the fire. He had a blanket wrapped around him, and he wore his hat so that you couldn't see his face. The hunter thought there was something familiar about him. He walked over and asked. Are you Defago? The Indian didn't answer. Do you know anything about him? No answer. He began to wonder if something was wrong, if the man needed help, but he couldn't see his face. Are you alright? He asked. No answer. To get a look at him, he lifted the Indian's hat. Then he screamed. There was nothing under the hat but a pile of ashes. Oh my goodness. That was a long one, too. I wasn't expecting that one to be so long.
0: So what happened to Defago? I don't know. Did his feet
1: burn? I get, maybe he got whipped by the Wendigo so for so long that his whole body just turned to ashes.
0: Oh, and then when he took his hat off, it—that's why his body turned to ashes. Oh, <laughs> that's creepy. Even <laughs> you know, the
1: pictures kind of weary. Like this picture is just like feet in snow, oh. but it's just like creepy. Oh. You know that like silence and stillness of like like the woods in winter when it's just so quiet and so cool oh no no
0: thank you I don't you. like that nope I'll pass no thank you when freak me out actually so I've seen TikToks of people like that talk about wendigos and like the Pennsylvania woods because in Pennsylvania we have a lot of like state game land and stuff and I don't know about you, Cass, but if you've ever gone out into the middle of the woods at, like, when it gets dark out, it's scary. Like, you get, like, an eerie feeling. hmm And I've heard if you, like, hear a child crying or, like, a woman screaming, you don't approach it.
1: Oh! That is so creepy. Actually... I have seen that on TikTok because people were talking about like there's some sort of mountains. I don't remember if it's the Smoky Mountains or something. There's mm-hmm. a certain area of mountains where it's like supposed to be like huge. And like, yeah, they said if you hear a baby cry, don't go. Well, yeah. That oh, freaks me out.
0: I don't, it's crazy. Oh. Well, no, because like you
1: go out there at night and it is so quiet like mm-hmm. that's the scary it is so quiet and then you hear like weird noises and it's like nope I'm going back inside I'm not I'm not staying out here
0: Oof. I remember so like my aunt Vaughn has woods behind her house and I remember when we would have fires there my cousins would want to go play uh night tag and we would run like into her backyard with it like borders the woods and I was like, I think I'm okay. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> because I was always so afraid something yeah. was going to happen.
1: I'll stay in and play Uno. <laughs> <It's not
0: laughs> real, though.
1: would two. That's creepy. Oh, I don't like that. That gives
0: me an eerie feeling now. <laughs> and Justin's like, like, it's not real. Like, I'm out in the woods hunting all the time. And I never see anything. And I'm like... Okay, but like, they know that you're there, so obviously they're not gonna do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're never—they're not gonna approach you if they know that that you're there and you're like patrolling things. So
0: That's weird. Creepy. That's creepy. if you guys believe in Wendigos, let us know down below. Yes. Or if you've ever had like an encounter with anything creepy like that, let us know.
1: Mm, yeah, we are dying to know
0: because, ugh. creepies. Oh, I remember this one. I like this. This story is one that I have remembered for like when I think of scary stories to tell in dark this is a story I think of. Okay, I think. I think this is the one. Okay, it's called The Girl Who Stood on a Grave. Some boys and girls were at a party one night. There were a great there was a graveyard down the street and they were talking about how scary it was. Don't ever stand on a grave after dark, one of the boys said. The person inside will grab you. He'll pull you under. That's not true, one of the girls said. It's just a superstition. I'll give you a dollar if you stand on a grave. (laughs) A dollar? (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Um, A grave doesn't scare me, said the girl. I'll do it right now. The boy handed her his knife. Stick this knife in one of the graves, he said. Then we'll know you were there. The graveyard was filled with shadows and was quiet as death. There's nothing to be scared of, the girl told herself, but she was scared anyway. She picked out a grave and stood on it. Then quickly she bent over and plunged the knife into the soil. And she started to leave, but she couldn't get away. Something was holding her back. She tried a second time to leave, but she couldn't move. She was filled with terror. Something's got me, she screamed and fell to the ground. When she didn't come back, the others went to look for her. They found her body sprawled across the grave. Without realizing it, she had plunged the knife through her skirt and had pinned it to the ground. It was only the knife that held her. She had died of fright.
1: Ooh.
0: (laughs) That's the story I remember when I think of these books.
1: Can you imagine? That would be. (laughs) Could you imagine if you went out and did that and you actually thought you were being held back?
0: That's so scary. Like, she basically just, like, she did it to herself.
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: Oh, my goodness. A dollar. Just for a dollar.
1: dollar. I mean, you can't even go to Dollar Tree and get something for. I mean, you can, but after tax, you're paying a dollar six. <laughs> so, really, you're just getting like a lollipop. Was it worth it?
0: No. That was not worth it. Oh, my goodness. That story, oh. it does. It gives me the chills every time I read it i don't do uh graveyards at night anymore i used to me either i've never done a graveyard at night it's terrifying it is terrifying i have the chills after reading that one like my hair is standing up oh yeah no we don't
1: we live like honestly like a two minute drive away from a graveyard it's not very far from here so it's like oh i think i'll stay away from that
0: justin okay. and i almost bought a house like in front of a graveyard i'm glad that didn't happen that would have been creepy yeah i don't uh uh-uh,
1: no i do not do good with that
0: okay. um how about we each read one more okay i'm down for that up? okay so this one's kind of short
1: but i'm intrigued by the picture so this one is called the viper so let's go ahead and see what this is about. A widow lived alone on the top floor of an apartment house. One morning her telephone rang. "Hello?" she said. "This is the Viper," a man said. "I'm coming up." Somebody's fooling around," she thought and hung up. A half hour later the telephone rang again. It was the same man. "It's the Viper," he said. "I'll be up soon." The widow didn't know what to, the widow didn't know what to think. Um, but she was becoming frightened. Once more, the telephone rang, and it was the Viper. "I'm coming up now," he said. She, she quickly called the police. They said they would be right over. And when the doorbell rang, she sighed with a relief. "They're here," she thought. But when she opened the door, there stood a little old man with a bucket and a cloth. "I'm the Viper," he said. "I wish to wash and wipe the windows." Oh. Oh, he's the Viper. Viper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> that one is just. <laughs> I, was uh, I, was I was invested. I oh was I was invested. Oh my like, goodness! Why? And then I was like, I. So, I wish to wash and wipe the windows. Okay, quirky.
0: wiper.
1: wiper. Wow, okay, quirky. I see what they did here. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh, Cash, should I read the hook? Or should I read the white satin evening gown? Oh, or high beams. I just want to read them all
1: how about do high beams high beams oh
0: oh i remember this one because every time somebody flashes their high beams at me from behind this is what i think yes i know this story oh this is creepy okay high beams the girl driving the old blue sedan was a senior at the high school she lived on a farm about eight miles away and used the car to drive back and forth she had driven into town that night to see a basketball game. Now she was on her way home. As she pulled away from the school, she noticed a red pickup truck following her out of the parking lot. A few minutes later the truck a few minutes later the truck was still behind her. I guess we're going in the same direction, she thought. She began to watch the truck in her mirror. When she changed her speed, the driver of the truck changed his speed. When she passed a car, so did he. Then he turned on his high beams flooding her car with lights he left them on for almost a minute he probably wants to pass me she thought but she was becoming uneasy usually she drove home over a back road not too many people went that way um but when she turned onto the road so did the truck i've got to get away from him she thought and she began to drive faster then he turned his high beams on again after a minute he turned them off Then he turned them on again, and off again. She drove even faster, but the truck driver stayed right behind her. Then he turned his high beams on again. Once more, her car was ablaze with lights. What is he doing, she wondered. What does he want? Then he turned them off again, but a minute later, he had them on again. He left them on. At last, she pulled into her driveway, and the truck pulled in right behind her. She jumped from the car and ran to the house. Call the police, she screamed as... At her father, out in the driveway, she could see the driver of the truck. He had a gun in his hand. When the police arrived, they they started to arrest him, but he pointed to the girl's car. You don't want me, he said. You want him. Crouched behind the driver's seat, there was a man with a knife. As the driver of the truck explained it, the man slipped into the girl's car just before she left the school. He saw it happen, but there was no way he could stop it. He thought about getting the police, but he was afraid to leave her, so he followed her car. Each time the man in the backseat reached up to overpower her, the driver of the truck turned on his high beams. The man dropped down, afraid that someone might see him. That's it. Oh my gosh! I remember reading that one. Now, like... So, anytime I, I'm, like, in my car and I see somebody behind me turn their high beams on, like, I get so paranoid and I'm, like, looking in the back seat, like...
1: That's scary! Yeah. That was such a plot twist.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you think it's, like, the guy following her home.
1: Yes! Oh, that's creepy. And here
0: he was just trying to save her. Wow.
1: So you know what I heard one time talking about high beams? I've heard that there are, like, gang members and stuff like that that, like, will purposely drive down the road with their high beams off, like, with their lights off. And they'll, like, play this, like, not really, like, game, but initiation thing where, like, if you blare your high beams at them to tell them to turn their lights on, that's, like, how they choose who to, like, follow and kill. So there are times where like people don't have their lights on and I'm like, mm-hmm, do I flash my lights? To tell them? Yes, like, I've
0: seen that too. And it's like, just, isn't that terrible? Mm-hmm. Like that's stuff we have to worry about. Yes. And honestly, I feel like as women, it's even worse. Like, so Justin went to play cards with some friends on Friday and I went out by myself, like just looking around stores, like hanging out and I was at the mall and the funny thing is, I felt okay because your brother was right. Was at the mall. But I was at the mall. I went to the Halloween store. And it was dark out by the time I got out into the parking lot. And I was. Like, I was kind of afraid to be out there by myself. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, booked it to my car. But, like I said, I felt okay because I knew, like, literally Shad was right in the door. Yeah. If I would do something. It's
1: creepy. Like, we shouldn't have to worry about that stuff.
0: No. I
1: Ugh, I just hate... I hate it. It kind of gives me the heedy jeebies thinking about
0: it. Like, I just don't like that. Guys, stay safe this Halloween season. Please, I, I've said this before, and this is probably so bad, but I'm going to say it. If I was a murderer, like, Halloween is the perfect time to murder somebody. Oh, because, I know. Like, Especially,
1: like, in a haunted house.
0: Like, and there's so many props of, like, decapitated people and, like, random body parts and yeah, it would be so easy just to oh, that's and it's so scary to think about. Like, I saw this TikTok the other day. um you know how in spirit of Halloween where they have like the creepy the creepy things that you step on and they move. Mm-hmm. So, there was a Michael Myers one and the kids stepped on it and didn't start moving and he was like, "What the heck?" So, he stepped on it again and then it started moving. And then it, it was a person dressed up as Michael Myers and it started walking towards him and he started freaking out.
1: I would freak out.
0: I would too.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So Nikki, are you still afraid of Michael Myers? Does he still like give you the creeps?
0: Um, not as much as he used to. I think I'm kind of like immune to it anymore because in college, my lovely roommates would print pictures of him out and, put him um around my dorm room. Oh my gosh. Me. So I yeah, I'm kind of like desensitized to him now. But out of all of them, yes, Michael Myers is like my least favorite.
1: Ah, uh, yeah.
0: No, he's creepy. Oof. Yeah, guys,
1: stay safe this Halloween season. Um always buddy up with someone if you're gonna go somewhere at night or have somebody on the phone with you or Pepper spray is your
0: best friend. Anytime. So, like, when Justin leaves to go to Indiana, I always call somebody when I have to let Joy out at night, just because, like, I always feel so creeped out.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially at night, too. It's, like, it wouldn't be as... It's not as bad in the daytime, but at night, it's, like, people are just weirdos.
0: They are. So, funny story, and I told you this, Cass. Um, Justin was not home last week, and i was upstairs in my office doing something and my our ring doorbell went off and normally i'm like oh whatever you know it's a car driving by the lights but like it pops up with a little preview of what it catches and it was this girl and she was walking down towards my house. like if you know our house our house sits back away from the road so like you have to walk down these stairs and there's nowhere else to go other than our house so she was walking towards the front of our house Um, so she starts walking and she must've seen our camera because she literally walks towards the porch and then turns and goes up towards our neighbor's house, like through the grass. So, and Justin and I are friends with our neighbors. So we, I called and I was like, Hey, just a heads up. Like, this is what's happening Um, But I'm pretty sure she was just trying to take the pumpkins off of our porch and smash them but jokes on her all of our pumpkins are fake on our porch.
1: (laughs) Boy, that would have been a plot twist for her she would have been like what. But like still.
0: Yeah. It was very scary especially like being home alone and that happening. I know. Like,
1: I was like, I called my brother. I was like, is dad home, and he was like, no. And I was like, well, I was like, if Nikki calls you and needs you, you, I said, you better be there for her rescue because some she got some creepo on her camera.
0: <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> I did. I was like, you better. I said, if she calls you, better answer. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I know. Shadwood and your dad too. Like,
1: yeah, that's creepy though. Like. I, I even like watching them walk away, I still would have been freaked out. Like mm-hmm. I still would have been like, okay, why are they near my house? What are they doing? Oh, that's creepy. Everybody please stay stay safe this Halloween. Like stay safe in general, but especially in Halloween time, people get to be just creepy. Crazy. Creepy. terrible
0: Ugh. But yeah, guys, that is our if our scary stories tell in the dark. If you are interested in the book, you can always go you can find it on Amazon um or there, Cass and i found a free pdf i think it's on wordpress yeah it's on wordpress and on here it says grade four What's, like fourth grade
1: nope <laughs> if i would have read some of these in fourth grade i would have been traumatized
0: oh my goodness yeah me too for real
1: yeah guys we hope you liked it if you like stuff like this let us know maybe we can find other books other like poetry stuff like that um let us know down below um as always thank you for um sticking with us for as long as we've been doing the podcast Nikki and I were just talking today um the fact that we've been doing this for two years is like
0: mind-blowing um and guys stick around we will have um our vlog up from our jonas brothers concert and next week we are hoping to have a guest on the podcast Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so and she is awesome super fun to talk to so it should be a lot of fun
1: Yes. Um, keep up with us on our social medias. We have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can catch us on basically any podcast platform. Um, thank you, Anchor, for being um, great and letting us upload to everything. Um, yeah, Nikki, do you have a rant of the day? Anything getting under your skin?
0: Um, my rant of the day is that I hate dusting. I hate dusting ceiling fans. I hate dusting countertops. I hate dusting in general. So why do things have to get dusty? why can't they yeah. just stay dusted
1: that's fair dusting is just you dust just to dust again
0: is that is <laughs> so annoying and it dust is kind of gross because it's like dead skin so Ooh. oh yeah. oh i don't like that
1: cool. <laughs> my rant today is um why is medicated or like the um medical pet food so freaking expensive
0: so expensive
1: it is so expensive, because I was just thinking about that, because Eleven's, like, out of food, so I have to go get him his medication, his medicated food tomorrow, and I'm like, well, I'm about to go spend $30 on a five-pound bag of food, and so I'm just like,
0: oh. what kind of food does Eleven eat that, like, what kind of medication, I guess, is in his food? Um, he
1: needs the kidney care medicine um, in his food, because he gets UTIs when we're away from him for too long, um. and they think that it, like, causes bladder stones, so it's, like, I don't know if it's, if the food is actually helping him at all. Cause we haven't been away from him since May. So mm. yeah, it's like, if we don't, his little bladder crystals could get big and
0: like basically like rupture and kill him. So
1: Aww. I don't know. I'm planning on keeping him for a
0: while. So <laughs> I feel that, like Joy's on medicated food too. Cause she gets bladder stones too. Aww. But since we switched her to this medicated food, we have not had any UTIs or any issues. So nice. Maybe that's it, all she needed. Yeah, it's I it's nice. Know. Like she would get one probably every six months, if not sooner.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So Justin and I got sick of it, and our vet our vet is amazing. Like she did X-rays and everything was like, we'll get her taken care of. So. Oh. Yeah.
1: I love that. Um. But yeah, guys, we hope you enjoyed. If you like, like I said, if you like it, let us know. We're happy to do whatever you guys want. Keep you guys entertained. Nikki, as always, I love being able to spend that time with you every week. And uh, I just, I love being able to do this with you.
0: Me too. It's so much fun. It's nice that we get to hang out and talk for an hour and or more. Normally it's more, but (laughs) it's nice to do the podcast for about an hour and then chit chat for like another hour and a half.
1: Yes, every time.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, guys, definitely check us out on YouTube, all of those social media platforms. Um, we're there. We're going to hopefully, I think I say this every podcast, we're going to hopefully get more up. But we'll see. Uh, we're both busy women, so. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Life's but, just been kicking us in the butt.
0: Absolutely. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And we'll talk to you next week. And with that being said, I'm Nikki.
1: And I'm Cass. And you know what you're listening to. Two lives, lives,
0: one one world. Talk to you guys next week. See ya. See ya.